Hey, uh, Wes, do you, do you have a take on fluff? Fluff? Like like marshmallow fluff? <laughs> like marshmallow fluff. Do you have a take on it? Do you have a thoughts on it? Um, I, I suppose it's marginally better than regular marshmallows. Marginally? I mean... Marginally. I'm, you know, I'm not a big marshmallow fan. Like my my whole family loves the uh, the Easter candy that's like one hundred percent marshmallow peeps, and I think that's just yeah yeah yeah. That, <laughs> I think those are the most disgusting thing of all time. But uh, yeah, I guess fluffs a little bit better. Wow. Okay. I don't, I don't, didn't know. Didn't know there was so much negativity. <laughs> so, so, is that... Yeah, it's it's been a problem, man. It's been a real problem. People are people are really just. I mean. I feel like everyone's turning their back on me. People are turning their back on the American way. You know, I know this is a politically divisive topic, but man, Fluffernutter is maybe maybe one of the world's greatest sandwiches of all time. Um, you know, you can, you, you can you can get expensive roast beef. You can get expensive bologna. I can't believe I just said expensive bologna. I don't think there's such a thing. Um, <laughs> but man, nothing's better than everything. <laughs> Everything's explosive, uh, expensive right now, right, Paul? Even bologna. Right on. Well, that's, I'm glad I stocked up on ramen noodles before the pandemic hit. I've got ramen noodles for days, for years, really, specifically. But <laughs> with that important topic out of the way, Wes, let's, let's get this show started. Let's do it. This is PSVR Games Cast Live. We film live every single Monday. Not this Monday, though, but this West Day for sure. Westness Day. It's a great day. And every Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we do it live because that's what we're doing right now. It's live. We're hanging out with you guys. We want to hear all your thoughts on fluff specifically. This shit's important, man. Like, <laughs> if we don't talk about it, who's going to talk about it? But <sighs> fortunately, we've got all sorts of great stuff to talk about here on the number one psvr podcast in the world did you know that wes this is the number one PSVR podcast in the world it's also like the only one but we're the number one by default uh, i actually that's how i uh, end all of my uh, emails to developers <laughs> wes dylan co-host psvr without parole games cast the number one PSVR games cast in the world. And to my right, Wes Dillon from our friends over at Virtual Strangers doing God's work over there, uh, playing with Tiffany Tolman so we don't have to. Uh, dude, what is happening in the land of Virtual Strangers this week? Well, man, a lot of scrambling to kind of figure out uh, what to do because we're, 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 we're on the heels now of the Sony thing, right? That, that's, all, that's come and gone. Uh, we're on the heels of Mod Month, where there was a new PCBR mod coming out every week. That's come and gone. So it's now it's just kind of like, well, what do we do? What do we do? So uh, luckily, we, we've come up with a pretty good game plan for tonight uh, as Beanstalker. I don't know if you're familiar with Beanstalker, but it's uh, uh, has, up until now, been an early access title. A very good one on Steam. Uh, nice roguelike multiplayer. Uh, very deep gameplay loop. Anyway, just came into uh, full release, so uh, we're going to split stream that tonight. We're going to give away some copies, uh, and then we're going to take a look at Paradox of Hope, which is another title. Uh, this one not out yet, but uh, a lot of my, our colleagues on YouTube are raving about it, 
and uh, looking forward to getting there in there directly after the show tonight and giving that one a look. Does Beanstalker have anything to do with a, a climbing a beanstalk? It is absolutely the best climbing game I've ever played in VR. It's, uh, but it's not about. It's not just about climbing. It's it's procedurally generated vines, you know, beanstalk that you climb. <laughs> uh, but you you go out on missions to collect uh, resources to craft with, and um, basically as you go, you unlock recipes and things that you can craft and uh, unlock new levels that you can go to. Um, and the cool thing about it is, I think you can play with up to like three or four friends. Uh, so you guys can all go out together on these huge sprawling, uh, beanstalks. It's actually a lot better than the concept sounds. It's, uh, it's really fun. This is what we have to look forward to on PSVR two kids. Beanstalkers. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. It's not, it's not just about collecting and, uh, and crafting. Uh, I mean, there's enemies, you craft weapons. I mean, there's a lot of uh, different... It takes from a lot of different genres and kind of mashes it all together into uh, one a pretty impressive game. We got Waleed in the chat. Waleed is now GameCat. Specifically, White Tiger with the Canadian $5 tip says, Missed you guys. Some info I gathered, Alana Pierce, said she has played Horizon VR and is very, and is very impressed. Epic is making a Fortnite first-person shooter mod. Mode. Okay, I know I knew the Alana Pierce stuff, um, and uh, and that's and that's awesome. It, it does it does sound like uh, Horizon VR, Call of the Mountain was what they uh, was Shuhei and was it Greg Rice? God, I always forget Greg's name. Uh, they were pulling people in yeah. uh, during GDC into into hotel rooms, and, and and I just love picturing it as if they're just pulling random people into rooms and then shoving a PSVR headset on them like unwillingly and then starting a game and everyone goes, "What's happening? What's happening?" Oh, this is cool. <laughs> this is cool, man. Right? Uh, which means, Wes, you and I just, we need to start showing up at GDCs and uh, wandering the halls and looking very susceptible, you know, just very innocent and uh, keep our defenses down. So if anybody wants to pull us in the hotel rooms, just let whatever happen happen. Well, that's something I typically do locally here anyway. So, I mean, I wouldn't exactly be out of my element. <laughs> Let me ask you, let me ask you, Brian, do you think that they pulled her in there and put her in like the river thing and, and she's just such a VR noob that she was blown away by it? Or do you think that she actually got to play like the Horizon campaign? I don't know, man. I don't know. You, you, you got to wonder. You, you got to wonder what's going on because, because honestly, like as cool as that river raft section looks, and, and I don't know why we're not playing Horizon footage right now instead of, you know, the wreck rec room racing rec rally um this is why we need a producer roots what are you doing is roots around can we just borrow roots for a couple minutes um but but i do feel like i mean like the whenever whenever i'm sitting in a vr game i've got to be sitting in real life like it just doesn't feel right otherwise right and so uh and and so i guess it all really depends on people's comfort level with vr it's like you know hey hey do you want to play something standing up do you want to play something sitting who knows? Maybe they had maybe they had something for people to run around and jump and climb, and maybe there was a little portion of both for people to check out. Um, because as beautiful as you know the river rafting section looks, I I kind of I'm kind of over not doing things in VR. If you make if you just <laughs> even, no matter how beautiful it is, if you just make me sit there and stare at stuff, I'm, I lose interest by the second. You got to let me play. 
Um, and so I don't think a lot of these people would walk away so impressed if they weren't like, oh, wow, look at what I can do. Look at all this cool stuff, you know? I don't know. What do you think, man? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you know, I, you hear things coming out of there like, you know, this was like experiencing VR for the first time all over again. Now, I mean, I guess there's multiple ways you could take that because the first time a lot of people experience VR was on some kind of a linear thing where you don't do much. But I, I tend to believe that they meant that it was a profound experience and that they were shockingly surprised at just how uh, immersive it was. So uh, I think that more than likely they, you know, I have a theory. I think I think the, the trailer makes it look like this river rafting thing mm -hmm. uh, is actually how the, the intro of the game goes. So I think I think that we'll all get to do the river thing and then at the end of it we'll get kicked into the regular game uh but i think there's probably an option in the menu that allows you to just play that section and then you know end it for uh demo purposes uh guys i, I see a couple comments says the sound is low i saw from alex there and uh well, let me let me know if there's anything specifically that needs to be adjusted uh if it's if it's just on one end or both ends or what's going on um darth vader with the two dollar tip says wes are you on tattooing uh, no, I think, I think I'm in Blood and Truth today. Yeah, yeah, this is Blood and Truth. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the, uh, the First early level. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. And next tip comes from. Hold on a second. Arian, whose name I think I was pronounced wrong, so we're going to go with Orion or Avrion. Avrion sounds sexy. With the 35 cubic Sarconia says, when you said we should expect more on PSVR 2 during Summer Game Fest, do you mean during the opening night this week or any time until the end of August? Did I say yes. that? <laughs> like, I don't... If I, I mean, if I said something like, like, oh, expect more soon, uh, like, that was probably like... Like, I'm expecting to see more soon. It's not like I have, like, concrete facts. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is what's going to happen. And, and on this day, they're going to reveal this trailer for this thing. Um, I, I know I know some PSVR 2 stuff that hasn't, like, gotten out there. But not not a ton, to be honest with you. Uh, so uh, so you guys' surprise will be my guys' surprise, um, I think. Oh, and just, by the way, guys, the uh, if you see down there, the Patreon scroll is under construction. Um it's not working right. <laughs> I can't figure out how to get the full Patreon scroll to work right. And so I just want you know, shout out to everybody whose name is not going by on that list. I apologize. I will get it fixed, I swear. Um, but man, the solutions are not easy for some reason. <sighs> hey, uh, we were asked in the chat and somebody said something about it. I need to copy and paste these things. What's up, Tornado? Uh, are you going to play Among Us VR when it comes out, Wes? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to play it. You know, uh, as has been the case with so many popular gaming franchises, uh, my first Among Us experience will be in VR. But uh, no, man, Shell yeah, Games uh, are awesome. And uh, all of their work has uh, been quality up to this point. So uh, I don't see this one being any different. I'm absolutely going to check it out. Yeah, now this is a game that I don't have too much uh, too much love for on the flat screen. Uh, but yeah, in, in first person VR with friends, I am I am all about. But uh, but just just watching other people play the flat screen version when it was when it first came out when it first uh, you know went viral basically, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch that. And so hopefully it'll be fun for you guys to watch us play Among Us VR. Um, again, 
it's uh it it does seem like uh shell games is trying to quietly cancel the psvr1 version so don't expect that on psvr1 the only thing they're saying about psvr at all right now is to expect it why are you sitting on my arm like why is this a thing god she doesn't pay attention to me all day and then gamescast (laughs) comes around and she's like but i want to be there too okay so uh but yeah and then they said it'll be there at the launch of psvr2 um so that might be the first time i get a chance to play it um i could certainly play it on quest I, i play walkabout on quest I could play Among Us on Quest. All right, are you happy now? Are you happy? You happy? She seems happy. She's purring. She doesn't like when I hold her either. All right. Wes, we got a lot of shit to talk about, man. Maybe we should get the ball rolling. We do. Um, after I tell people to make sure you join our Discord, click the link in the description below. That's where all the coolest cats hang out. And oh, if if you want your name on that broken list that scrolls over and over, it's not, not a great selling point today. Um <laughs> support us over on patreon.com slash without parole games for just three dollars or more every month and i swear to you uh exclusive video content is coming i do the monthly amas which is fun uh but uh but we will be getting the why we love videos up as well uh so please stay tuned for that and don't forget you, you to subscribe know what to I did, <laughs> you know what I did last night Brian so, sorry to step on your uh your housekeeping here no uh, I, I too uh, I, I too am guilty of this, uh, you know, endlessly promising my patrons <laughs> exclusive content, but never giving it to them. Uh, so yesterday I went, I, I was just in my own time restarting No Man's Sky. I want to become reacquainted with it, right? Because I want to do this Leviathan thing. It looks really cool. Uh, so I started a whole new game. I didn't do the expedition. I just did a, a brand new game on uh, No Man's Sky. And just on a whim, I, I started a stream, unlisted stream, posted the link on Patreon, boom, exclusive content. So I felt really good about finally, after months of promises, uh, getting some content out there. And it was just something as uh, simple as the uh, the basic training part of No Man's Sky. They watched me get off the planet. Don't bury the lead here, Wes. We need your updated impressions on No Man's Sky now that you've played it recently. Oh, it's and, just as intimidating. And if, and if, <laughs> and if it's, it's if just it's, as if intimidating not, as it always was. If it's not positive, we need to move on as fast as possible. People don't <laughs> like when we're negative about No Man's Sky here. They only like to hear good things about No Man's Sky. Well, I could say this. <laughs> I legitimately want to play it okay. like more. So, And I'm going to. We're going to cover it. I think next week we're going to uh, do Leviathan update on uh, one week from the night. So I'm, I'm going to totally steal your idea. I'm also going to randomly play No Man's Sky live for the Patreon supporters. Boom. See what happens there when you, you bring go. up ideas here? I just fucking steal them. Um, <clears throat> and, I, and hopefully everybody knows uh, our thoughts on No Man's Sky. That like basically neither Wes or I have played it enough to form like really concrete opinions, and that we both really do want to play it more. Um, so uh, the thirty hours I put into it is not enough, uh, and so I'm, I'm definitely and no, I don't want to play the expedition, Dan Keeper. Like I, I've tried to jump into expeditions, and I'm like, you still need to know the core basics on how to play the game, and I'm sitting there going so many buttons what do i do to do anything so i need to start from scratch too super cool video bro with the five dollar tip says i basically bought all the psvr1 library during sales but ain't played most you think it won't even be worth coming back to them once psvr2 comes out wes here's what i love about games cast live and all the cats out there 
Your comments and your questions in the chat are better than anything we had planned for you. Um, so I, I don't mind sticking around and, uh, and talking about this a little bit. Uh, do you think it, w- it won't be worth going back to PSVR 1 games? All these people have bought a ton of games during the sale. Uh, they've, they've stocked up. They've made their backlog ginormous. Do you, but, but, but no one's going to get a chance to play all these games before PSVR 2 comes out. Do you think people are going to want to go back to PSVR 1 games once PSVR 2 is here? Well, obviously, it depends on which games that you picked up. But, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's not just hyperbole when I when I say that the PlayStation VR 1 catalog remains to this day the very best catalog in VR. It's because there are so many must-play games. Now, obviously, if, if we were going by quantity, Steam has thousands of games on it, and a lot of them are decent. But... If you're talking about must-plays, PSVR 1 is where it's at. There are so many games on there that uh, that I'll never stop playing. I'll never quit going back to. And to be honest, a good portion of my excitement for PSVR 2 is in the hopes that we could get remakes for a lot of my favorite PSVR 1 games because they're that good, and I don't want to move on from them. Although I would like to see, you know, graphical updates in some and you know control updates in others um but yeah yeah i think i think that there are certainly titles you know your far points your astrobots that you're going to want to come back to um in the next gen and i'm hoping that you can do so seamlessly without having to break out your old headset yeah i I agree i think it's and i I totally heard every word you said um it definitely uh I think it's going to be come down to a convenience thing more than anything else. I think there's so many great PSVR one games that, uh, that sort of never got the love they deserve to begin with. Um, and so hopefully these developers are still around and that they're able to bring their game into PSVR two with a few enhancements, a few control upgrades, a few graphical, uh, you know, a little bit of graphical polish updated for 4k. Um, and, and finally give these games the love they deserve. Uh, my my only my only warning for people. I, I saw somebody leave a comment earlier today, uh, saying, "Should I just sell my PSVR one headset?" It looks like development has moved on to PSVR two, pretty much across the board. And uh, and, and I'm and I'm going to say, if there's any hope for backwards compatibility, uh, that you should hold on to most of your stuff. Maybe you can sell the headset, but like the mo- the easiest form of backwards compatibility that Sony could offer right now is using the cameras in the PSVR two headset to track the light from move controllers or the dual shock four. So like, even if you're thinking of getting rid of your PSVR one, I would say still hold on to all your accessories because they could make backwards compatibility, even more integrated into PSVR two by doing some remapping stuff and, and whatever, doing, working some magic with the sense controllers. But if they take the easiest route, you may just have to use your old hardware. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I, I think. I think we're gonna have a hard time going back to PSVR one games when PSVR two is out, especially at first. I think the wow factor is just gonna be through the roof. I think we're gonna be like, holy crap! Look how amazing Horizon looks. Look, look, Village is so much better than Resident Evil Seven graphically, and, and look, we have hands in the game and all this stuff. And, and going back to some of the some of the older PSVR one games is gonna feel pretty antiquated. I'm sure after a little while, even like using move controllers will feel antiquated just because we're like, oh, you have to hold a move button down and point. It's like, how ridiculous is this? Um, so yeah, I think I, I think it might be hard to go back to them. Um, so hopefully they all get a little bit of love. 
Yeah, and sorry for sorry for leaving in the middle of the conversation, West. But my coffee cup was empty, and you know that I just can't function without a full cup of coffee. I understand completely, Brian. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. You know the way Oculus kind of uh, tackled that when they moved from external tracking to internal is that they they came ready on day one with this kind of emulation software, so that the entire catalog just worked automatically through this kind of patch that they put into their client. Uh, hopefully we see something like that from Sony. But if not, I think th- these kind of half measures you just described uh, would be a, a good, you know, uh, a, a good way to placate a lot of people who, who really seem to want backward compatibility. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's possible that, uh, that, that, like you said, that they could use the onboard cameras to, to track the uh, lights. It would be kind of hard to do it on a, on a, a dual shock, but certainly with moves in the aim controller, uh, I, that seems more than feasible. So uh, I think we could see some limited support like that. Uh, but even if we don't, I mean, again, the majority of the catalog, I probably won't want to come back to, but I'll never stop playing Farpoint. I'll never stop playing Astrobot. I'll never stop playing Rush of Blood. Th- those games are just going to be staples, I think, forever for me, just because I love them so much. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we better get a, a, a PSVR 2 upgrade for Russia Blood because that game is so good and the compatibility issues it has certainly ruins it a little bit right now. Uh, we sure. got Dutch Zero DJ with the 10 euros in the chat and did not leave a comment uh, or a question. So if you do have one that you want to throw up there, man, we uh, will have you covered. And we also have Wally is now a game cap. Rare specifically White Tiger with the Canadian two dollar tip says, "When will you record Sacred Symbols?" Best of luck. Uh, yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm recording uh, with Colin Moriarty's uh, on his Sacred Symbols Plus podcast. Um, we're recording next week. I don't know what his schedule is in terms of uh, how long it takes from after recording to for it to go live on his Patreon. But that is uh, that's a thing, man. That's a thing, and I'm and I'm uh, I mean ridiculously honored to be asked to do it and, and, and it's all because of you guys uh a lot of a lot of sacred symbols or a lot of last stand media viewers are game cats and uh when he basically reached out and said hey who should i talk to about psvr1 you guys all said brian and uh and so to get an email in my inbox from colin moriarty was a pretty special day man uh, because obviously i'm a big fan all right man yeah, brian 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 aka triangle right isn't that what we established on uh, on Friday? That of the sacred symbols, you're the triangle. Oh, I'm the tri- <laughs> of the sacred symbols. That's right. That's right. right. Uh, I'm the inventory. <laughs> right. Right. I'm uh, I'm the action button. <laughs> right, uh, no, but I think I, I did. I didn't get a chance to uh, to watch it, but I, I think there was some PSVR two talk on sacred symbols earlier today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's, it's, it's in the, the, uh, the tagline anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of time to watch, uh, you know, a lot of YouTube stuff or a lot of even the content creators that I, I absolutely love, you know, like Greg Miller and, and Colin Moriarty and, you know, Ryan Clements, whatever the beyond crew was, was like my whole life at one point, like long before I started doing this stuff. And the fact that I can't even keep up with what they're doing on a regular basis, uh, kind of sucks, but I, uh, but it's, Pretty cool stuff, though. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, 
Hey guys, don't forget to click the like button. <laughs> I'm, I gotta be Miles for like two seconds. Uh, don't forget to click the like button because we want to uh, we want to support the YouTube algorithm that gets this video out to as many viewers as possible, uh, and it really does help. Um, it's not something that I usually go to bat for, but Miles is teaching me the ways of YouTube. I've only been doing this for seven years and still don't still don't know how any of it works. <sighs> Chairface says, whatever happened to humanity for PSVR 1? Well, that's certainly an interesting question, don't you think, Wes? The funny thing is, is that maybe yeah. we'll be seeing it uh, at some point soon. I don't know if that's the case or not, but uh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi was just interviewed recently uh, regarding the PSVR 2, and uh, he says he's very interested. Um, how much do we care about uh, about Tetsuya Mizuguchi's interest in psvr2 us well i care about it quite a bit actually and it's not because of humanity that just looked <laughs> weird to me and i really couldn't care either way about that one uh but if unless i'm mistaken and i'm going completely from memory here uh we saw similar stories to this three months ago six months ago something like that where uh mizuguchi was expressing interest in, in uh, doing a, another VR game, and, and as I recall, there were other context clues that made it sound like it was going to be something along the lines of Res, if not even a Res sequel. And uh, Res Infinite, being the classic that it is, it's still one of my favorite games, one of my go-tos when I don't know what I should be playing. I just hop into Res and play a level or two. Uh, the prospect of getting a, a newly developed from scratch res uh captivates me I, I hope so much that this happens uh so yeah i, I care quite a bit uh, honestly and to be honest i think he's playing coy i think that this game is probably uh, already under development it probably isn't exclusive to vr but uh, i think what he's saying here is i would like to support psvr2 with my unannounced title that i can't talk about interesting I like that. Nice, nice workaround for uh, for any embargoes or NDAs that you're under. Um, the to me, uh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi games have always sort of been about the visual spectacle. Uh, when he's uh, you, when you're playing something like Luminous, which is very much a Tetris clone, or you're playing Tetris, which is very much Tetris, uh, or even when you're playing Res. Uh, the the VR aspect of it is usually the the visuals that are flying at you and, and the particle effects and the explosions and the firework motif right there there they go in the trailer as I say it um, and, uh, and 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 to me as as great as that is and as as special as that feels in VR I would like to see a game that was actually designed from the ground up for VR which I think is exactly what you were saying that relies on something a little bit more than the visual spectacle be like sure you know give us explosions left and right give us particle effects like spraying in our face I, I, that's all good but like I want to see like what a game created for VR could be uh from from him and that team I think it'd be good stuff you know, one of the, uh, one of the first things that came to my mind when I started thinking about practical applications of eye tracking in VR was res. Because as you know, you, you have a, an option of how to aim in that game, right? Mm -hmm. You can use head based aiming. You can use controller based aiming. What if they gave us a PSVR 2 version of the original res, but it used eye based aiming and you're just looking around with your eyes and targeting the enemies? I think that would be pretty cool. That feels like cheating to me. 
It feels like <laughs> just like I'm just going to paint everything as fast as I possibly can. I think that's cool. It's about the journey, not the destination, man. And uh, again, that, you're, you nailed it. These games are more about the audio-visual spectacle anyway. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people... I've heard Rez even referred to uh, the VR version as a religious experience for some people. I, I wouldn't quite go that far. Uh, but you do kind of get into that zone, right? And I think uh, being able to put the controllers down almost completely um, would be a good way you know, to, to kind of be immersed and kind of further, uh, you know, reach that, that kind of zone, that Zen state that we all get playing these sorts of games. Chair face in the chest is, you know, who else was sprayed in the face? Somebody has been watching <laughs> virtual strangers. Absolutely. I'm going to corrupt your entire, uh, <laughs> your entire, uh, community, Brian, one by one. I've been doing it for seven years straight, man. It's like, I, th- I think I delivered them to you pre-corrupted, if that, if that helps at all. Chairface <laughs> um, says, sorry, wrong stream. Um, so, yeah, man, always always interested. Like I said in PSVR this week, it's always interested, like, interesting to hear that the, pe- the people who are making the games you want to play are making for the – are interested in the hardware that you want to play them on. Uh, that's always reassuring because uh, you and I were talking before the show that the rumors currently going around right now about Hideo Kojima – I'm sorry, Hideo Kojima <laughs> – <laughs> um, is that is that his his horror game is not going to be a psvr2 game as we all sort of expected in fact it's, it might even be an xbox exclusive uh and so that that's the exact opposite of this tetsuya mizuguchi story and uh and man if, if the rumor was that instead he was making a psvr2 horror game i, I mean that would have been the headline today hands down it doesn't matter what else we have to talk about hideo kojima making a psvr2 horror game that's newsworthy to me um you know what's interesting is that that uh that leaker that so-called insider guy that that's putting this info out about kojima san uh nice. his twitter his twitter uh banner is the uh the abandoned thing like the abandoned screenshot like the promo thing uh which i found very interesting so which leads me to believe that maybe he knows something about abandoned um, because he'd be the only one, including the developers of abandoned who know anything about abandoned, because I think right. at this point pretty, we're, we're all pretty sure that there's nothing going on over there at blue box studios. Uh, Hassan Karaman seems like, uh, like he might be totally full of shit and that game doesn't exist in any way, shape or form. Uh, but we shall see if it's a PSVR two game though. I'm I'm back on. I'm back on board, man. Because I Absolutely. love this. I love this conspiracy theory. I love everything surrounding Abandoned, even if it doesn't turn out to be a game at all. I've enjoyed the ride so much. The people getting mad about it, I'm like, eh, who cares, man? Just enjoy the ride. We don't we don't get video game stories like this anymore. This this shit's fun. Maybe we'll learn more tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe. Speaking of tomorrow, Wes. That's a good segue. Less of a good segue when you point it out, um, but we're going to be we're going to be streaming over here on uh, PSVR without parole. Some uh, and you, you're you're going to be streaming some stuff over on Virtual Strangers too. Like I, I don't want to. No, you're not stre- you're not streaming anything. No, not tomorrow. I'll probably be here. Um, most likely, I have to obviously check the schedule and make sure I'm clear all day because there's shit going on literally all day. Right. Uh, I will be here for at least some of it, probably all of it. Uh, but yeah, nothing going on on my channel tomorrow. I think Eric over on the 
Q2C VR gamer. I think he's going to do the upload thing uh, early okay. in the morning. So, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Well, here, let me change trailers then. Boom. Here we go. Now we got a nice one playing. What's That's up? Accurate. Nathy joining the chat. What's up, Nathy? Welcome. What's up, Nathy? I'm glad to see Nathy's pulling uh, pulling his weight over there on Twitter, keeping the conversation about PSVR 2 uh, happening every single day, putting up questions about uh, price and everything else. Uh, it's always nice. It's always nice because uh, a lot of people covering all sorts of different headsets are not doing the same thing. Uh, in fact, some of them are downplaying PSVR 2 considerably. Uh, in all fairness, PSVR 2, not out yet. And so people are like, oh, Quest 2 is going to be so much better than <laughs> right. PSVR 2. Like, well, guess what? Currently... It's so much better than PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is not out. So as much as I'm beating the PSVR 2 drum, man, I I don't have it yet. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, enjoy those quests, man. Enjoy those quests while you can uh, because I do think it'll be time to upgrade early next year. <sighs> but yeah, man, so we're starting the, uh, we're starting the festivities off uh, tomorrow, I believe, at the Upload VR Showcase. Um, that's going to be the first thing. I think it's 11. God damn, why do they do things so early in the morning? Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, which means that we'll probably have to start our stream over here at 10:30 a.m. Eastern to do a little bit of some wow. predictions and that kind of thing. I know, Wes. So you can if I if you're second guessing your uh, availability tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think you just put two plus two together. Like I really don't have anything going on tomorrow. I just don't know if I can actually wake up. <laughs> it's kind of early, man. Oh, dude. I'm just kidding. If I trust me, I I usually crawl out of bed like around noon. I was playing um I was playing Gradius two until about four a.m. today, and for no reason whatsoever. I usually bring I usually bring I get my little my GPD, uh, which I play my retro games on. Uh, I love this thing, this Win three GPD. It's fucking the greatest device ever made, uh, and I've just got like all my all my retro games on there, and uh, and I take it to bed with me every single night. And I and I start to play a game, and within twenty or thirty minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm tired, and I just power it down and I'll like turn turn over and, uh, and and fall asleep. And last night, man, I was so into Gradius too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna fucking beat this game. I can do it. Uh, and next thing I knew, it was like four or five o'clock in the morning, and I was like, shit. So uh, now my sleep schedule is all screwed up, and I didn't get out of bed till like noon today. So tomorrow is gonna be a struggle. I know, I know. I live a hard life. Everybody feel bad for me. The life of a VR YouTuber. <laughs> As right, I can right, trust right. me, I also hear the words as they're coming out of my mouth and realize how ridiculous they sound. Trust me, I'm with you guys on the other side of this video. I'm with all of you. Um, Hasib Mirza with the five dollar tip says, "Could eye tracking open up the possibility for games without controllers, making them accessible for pretty much everyone?" Am I wrong in thinking that controllers actually make accessibility easier for people with less mobility? Because all you have to do is kind of move your hand slightly, use analog sticks, tap some buttons in order to create uh, these bigger motions in, in games and in VR? Uh, uh, I think I think what he's alluding to, I mean, what he must be alluding to are people who are literally, you know, uh, either like paraplegics or, or people who've had limb amputations, these sorts of people. And it has been... Um, Actually, rather uh, a rather welcome trend during the last gen of VR that we're seeing more and more games. I don't know so much on PlayStation, but on Steam uh, that that have like a one-handed mode for people who, who can only have use of one of their hands. So, well, I don't think you know. You know, I wouldn't expect controller-less games to become the norm, 
I certainly would consider it to be a possibility in very certain specialized use cases. You know, uh, it would obviously uh, it wouldn't be the most complex game in the world that you could control only with your eyes. But there are certainly games out there that uh, I feel like you know being able to track gaze and blinks that that's enough input, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I certainly think it's a possibility. Uh, but even like with the onset of uh, controllerless hand tracking, which is a, a, another you know trend that we've seen over the last year, something starting which, to, which to clarify, gain a little traction. That's kind of where my head was at when the, when we were talking about the question to begin with. I was like, I was thinking controllerless hand tracking, and he was saying eye tracking just to play the entire game. And I was like, uh, sorry, I was somewhere else. I apologize, and I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. Right. Oh no, no, no. It's fine. Basically. Um, you know, I've tried some of these hand tracking games, and they are getting better. Uh, but you know, if you want a rich, immersive gaming experience, at least you know, within the technology that's available today, controllers are necessary. We have to have buttons. There's not enough input uh, just through visual, you know, cues. So you know, there, there are some very good, uh, especially some of the upcoming games that are you know, wave shooters and things of that sort that have you shooting with your fingers. There are some very fun um, uh, fun games coming up that, that use just your hands. Uh, but, you know, it's the type of stuff that that typically is a palate cleanser. It's not a main course type of game that you really want to sink your teeth into. The type of stuff that makes us PlayStation gamers, right? The type of experiences that we come to the PlayStation ecosystem four are not the type of games that you can control with, uh, your, you know, just your eyes or even just your hands. Uh, we need inputs, Brian. And that's one of the things that's most exciting for a lot of people about the next generation of VR is that we're finally getting proper controllers. So I don't, I don't see us putting them down anytime soon. Uh, mash daddy cool. The $5 tips is great show fellas. Thank you very much, Eric. We also get Disney game cat with the $5 tips is how do you plan to cover all the PSVR 2 titles with 20-plus games coming at launch. We don't really know, <laughs> unfortunately. I wish I, I wish I had a, like a really planned-out answer for you, but I, I will say that, you know, without parole kind of, in meaning mostly me, rolls by the seat of their pants and uh, just kind of take each day as, as it comes, and, and hopefully we'll be in a position by that time uh, where I can you know, uh, pay Wes or pay miles or pay AJ to, uh, help with the, with the workload, uh, a little bit, you know, be like some, doing some freelance and, and covering games and doing some reviews. Uh, but right now we have no idea. We also don't know if we're getting, uh, we'd be super fortunate to get headsets pre-launch right from Sony. I don't feel as though that's a thing. Uh, and then getting keys from big developers, uh, isn't something that like, you know, I'm all too familiar with. I've certainly gotten like Skyrim and a few other games early, but Certainly not like a week or two early in order to like get reviews done. Um, so uh, developing relationships with these bigger companies is going to be uh, important and also something that will take time. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Well, I'm sure I'm, well, all I care about is that we're going to have plenty of stuff to talk about for a really, really long time once PSVR 2 gets here uh, <laughs> because we've certainly had some PSVR 1 dry spells. Um so what do we expect to see during the upload VR showcase tomorrow? I think I think the one thing, uh, other than seeing all the logos of the of, of the people, uh, developers who will be there, or or you know 
sponsoring the stream like fast travel games um the only thing that we know specifically i think jamie was on twitter saying that uh, there won't be any psvr2 games there specifically meaning none of them are probably gonna none of the trailers are gonna end with psvr2 logos right so likely we'll see games that hey there's there's new games here that we haven't heard of before. Uh, maybe some of them coming to PSVR one, uh, and then and, and potentially some of them will also be PSVR two titles down the road. Uh, but what do we other than that kind of standard, you know, rhetoric? What what, what do we really expect to see? Uh, well, I mean, I, I know that that Jamie Feltham is pumping this up as a, a significant event, so I expect uh, I expect to be excited when it's over. And we do know a couple things uh, that are coming. Uh, I think Synth Riders is going to be there with something. Um, Fast Travel Games, obviously a sponsor, has said that we'll learn what's next from them tomorrow. Whether that means something they're developing or something they're publishing, I don't know. Uh, but we'll learn what's next from them. What I'm most excited for is uh, we're going to see more from Hubris, which is one of the more impressive things I played last year was the demo for the upcoming title, uh, Hubris. Uh, that, that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, but, but in general, I expect, uh, I expect the mid majors to be on display tomorrow. That, and by that, I mean the major indies, you know, your Servioses, your fast travel games, your vertigo and games. Dreams. We could see some more, uh, after the fall stuff tomorrow, or, or maybe even what's next from vertigo. We know that they have another three titles, that they're working on. So we could get some kind of hint about what that could be. Uh, I don't expect to see any, you know, Sony exclusives. I don't expect to see any Oculus exclusives. Obviously they're going to save that stuff for their own showcases. Uh, but I think all, all of the, all or most of the mid majors will be in attendance to give us a peek into what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, very much looking forward to the upload showcase, probably as much for this one than any other one that has, uh, come before yeah i'm i'm super curious to see what fast travel games has for us because uh i i mean i know i've personally been very very critical uh about their direction uh over the last few years they kind of killed it out of the gate with apex construct and that was sort of the the you know they they set a certain bar for vr adventures i think with that title uh and then never actually exceeded their own bar uh they i feel like the you know, even with Raytheon Oblivion Afterlife, uh, they didn't even meet the standards of their first game in terms of scope uh, or, or even storytelling or replayability or, I mean, just so many parts of it felt like it didn't live up to the original game uh, they had made. Uh, and so I know I've been critical of them, uh, but but in the back of my mind, and I've been saying this very publicly, so it hasn't been too far in the back of my mind, that I kind of felt like these, you know, uh, Curious Tale of the Stolen Pets and Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife were sort of filler titles to keep the income rolling in while they were developing some something bigger, right? They've been around for a long time, and they, they, they're a studio that's been growing and growing. And to see that Wraith was the game they sort of followed up Apex Construct with was, to me, disheartening. Being like, the studio hasn't grown the way that I thought they were growing. Um, and so I really hope that this is one of their chances to show something maybe a little bit more impressive and i know that we differ on our opinion of wraith wes um but i mean can we at least agree that the scope of wraith was not even as large as apex construct well i i can well yeah i can agree with that but um the the reason being i i think that apex construct is underrated 
not only as a game, but you know, in terms of the impact that it had on games that you know followed it, they were kind of the first game to use that style of inventory system that we see in so many games today, including Saints and Sinners and many others. You know, it's kind of the default, uh, you know, inventory system that you see in a lot of games now, and they were kind of the first to uh, to do that. You know, and beyond that. I mean, you know, the the uh, the path that they carved as a archery based adventure, they were kind of one of the first to do that. And then the storytelling in that game, the voice acting uh, top notch as well, although there's not a lot of characters that you're interacting with. The, the voice work in that game is top notch. So uh, I think they were pioneers in a lot of ways with Apex Construct. And while I do uh, vehemently disagree with you on the quality level of Wraith, uh, I think it's fair to say that. Um, that it didn't quite live up to, to Apex Construct. Uh, but in saying that, again, I think Apex Construct's uh, vastly underrated uh, today. I'm going to put you on the spot. I've been sort of trying to recruit people for episodes of Why We Love. And I think maybe you and I need to either do an episode of After the Fall or uh, or, or Wraith Oblivion <laughs> Afterlife. And that way our Patreon Bro. supporters can, uh, can, can watch us duke it out for an hour. Um, uh, I think maybe we need to do that. Maybe we need to do both of them. Well, like, a, uh, well, sure. I, I'm down for whatever, you know me, bro. I'm, I'm down for whatever. But as I have said before, I'm not really willing to die on the after the fall cross, man. Like that's fine. That game, dude, dude, I went into that one last night. And it was a fucking shit show. It was so bad. I was in there for almost three hours <laughs> just to get one run complete. I mean, the what thing kept happening? dropping us. Oh, man, it was terrible. Like, like we couldn't get partied up. We, we got partied up pretty quickly the first time. It was myself, my wife, my son, and my Eric, wife. who's Sorry. in the chat. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eric, if he's still in the chat, will attest to this. Um, but we got in there. We, we immediately got into a game pretty quickly. And then uh, Eric dropped out. And for whatever reason, his game crashed. So so we did. We restarted, did it again. Same thing again. Uh, so he restarts his computer. We change to a different host. And when we get back in this time, like, People were joining my party, like randoms were joining our party without invites, just like so-and-so joined your party. And then like, and then I started having like trouble, like we, we ended up getting back in a game, but like for two or three times in a row, like as soon as we would load in, I would freeze, like my, my, my thing would freeze. It would tell me that uh, something was unresponsive or something like that. But it wouldn't let me click the button to go back to the hub. It would just freeze. So I restarted my computer, and then um, and then you know we all just restarted our stuff. Went back into the lobby, and then we had this period where, like, I could send party invites out, but like my wife would join the party, my son would join the party, but then Eric joined and would kick them from the party, and then I would send them invites again, and then when they would join, it would kick Eric out. And we could just never get partied up. And eventually we said, all right, one last go. Eric switched off from PC and went to Quest standalone. And we, we said, one more try. And if this doesn't work, man, it's like 1 a.m. We're done. We're not doing this anymore. 
and we finally got a game to load in and uh, we actually made it all the way through the level and, and won on master. I unlocked a new weapon, which was all great. You know, I got the Tommy gun, got a couple of attachments for it. That was exciting, but you know, who's to say if that's even going to be in my inventory when I get back, because I've had it happen before where I've, I, I get stuff. And then the next time when I go in, my inventory is just cleaned out and I don't have any guns. So um, while we disagree on the, core the merits, yeah. yeah, the merits of, of the game concept, there we are in full, complete lockstep agreement that this is inexcusable jank from a company of this size and stature. Uh, it, literally, it's half the time I go in, um, th- there's game-breaking jank. So, yeah, there's my rant on that. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, it's crazy that like I really haven't experienced too many uh, bugs or glitches. I mean, I certainly have. We've had problems getting matches together, but nothing nearly along the lines of that. Uh, yeah, it, it's really just the core concept of, of of the game and the gameplay loop itself and what you're unlocking is is my big complaint. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. We've. we've <laughs> I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because we certainly have done this many times before and I feel like we're just beating a dead horse. Um, but uh, what do you think what do you think Vertigo could be showing tomorrow? You think it's just uh, like- Metro, Metro VR, that's what I think. I think that's the next thing we're going to see from them uh, of the uh, major IPs that um, that Coke Media has access to. And for those of you who don't know Vertigo was picked up last year or maybe even the year before by Coke Media. Uh, there was Metro and what was the other one? It was like Saints Row, I think the other one that they own. Um, I think Metro is probably the best fit for VR and probably the, you know, given Vertigo's background, they seem like the go-to who you would want to get to to do a Metro game. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I think if we were to see something new from them tomorrow, it would be a Metro VR game. Uh, I would not expect that to happen, though. I expect. Most likely, uh, we'll see something from season two of After the Fall tomorrow. Yeah. Probably the most likely scenario. I'm with you. That that sounds way more likely. Maybe some more horde maps. Maybe some more um, harvest runs. Maybe who knows what kind of skins we can unlock. Uh, so, you know, I think, I think Matthew Longo says I don't trust these guys with Metro. I mean, no offense to Vertigo, I don't trust them with very much at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I think they've got a long way to go. Uh, I, I was scared when I was like, when I saw the connection that were like Dead Island and Vertigo were like on the same page at one point. I was like, oh, please don't do this to me. That's what Cause, it was. Because I have a special, yeah. yeah, I have a special place in my heart for Dead Island. One, I got that game at midnight. I didn't care what the reviews were going to say. The reviews pretty much slammed it, and I loved every second of Dead Island. And I've been waiting for Dead Island two ever since. And I'm really hoping it's a PSVR two game, PSVR two compatible. It's only been in development for like seventy two years. You'd think they would have time to implement it. Uh, so we'll see about that. Um, my question is, I love seeing the uh, Alchemy Labs logo on the Upload Showcase because uh, because I, I don't know if it's too soon for them to reveal another game because they just put out Cosmonius High. Is it possible, Wes, that we could maybe see Cosmonius High or, or, or other PSVR 1 games at tomorrow's showcase? Being like, hey, you know, for everybody who's still playing PSVR 1, we actually have some news for you. <laughs> You know, uh, PSVR has been kind to Alchemy, from what I understand. You know, Job Simulator rem- remains among the best-selling titles on the platform. And if I had to uh, pick a studio who might still have some interest in developing for PSVR in 2022, Alchemy certainly would be toward the top of that list. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's certainly a possibility. Um, 
you know, I think fans of their prior work will probably love Cosmonious High. Um, in my opinion, it's their best work. Not that I'm a fan of, 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 you know, job simulator, vacation simulator, but I thought vacation simulator was better than job. I and too. I think this is about that. I think this is about that much better than vacation simulator. So, nice. um, yeah, yeah, we certainly could see it. There's certainly nothing going on in that game that move controllers can't handle. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've been curious about this one. And, and, and the second they didn't announce it for PSVR one, it fell immediately off my radar. Uh, and I've got a bad habit of doing that. I like games. I, I just completely forget about them. The second they don't seem like they're coming up for us. Um, I've also, uh, I've also seen uh, that twilight zone, um, why, why did the publisher just escape me? Because I know it's being made by Pocket Money Studios or Pocket Money uh, Games. It's, yeah, it's a uh, fun train. Thank you, fun train. Uh, they've been tweeting saying that they're going to be uh, revealing some stuff, right? And so are they going to be... Have they officially said they're at the Upload Showcase or are they just hinting at that? Uh, I don't know, but I know they've got two very fairly high-profile games in development between the Twilight Zone game and then the upcoming Exorcist game, which is a co-op uh story driven you know we all know what exorcist Re- legion vr was love it mm-hmm. um you're going to be able to do that with friends now so i don't know which one uh could be coming up but i i do think that it is likely uh that we see something from them tomorrow yeah part of me kind of thinks that exorcist legion vr 2 uh sin i don't think they're calling it two they're just calling it sin um Safety in numbers is what they're saying sin stands for, which I think is kind of cute. But uh, ultimately, I feel like that teaser was just to kind of gauge interest. Uh, and they, they they slapped the PSVR 1 and PSVR 2 tags on their tweets. Um, and, and I really think it was to gauge interest. I, I don't think that they had even started development. Uh, and, and again, that it was strange for them to do what they did because it, they, they didn't contact Wolf and Wood, who made the original Exorcist Legion VR. They just were like, hey, we're, we're just going to make this game because we published the last one. Uh, and uh, and I think Pocket Money Studios is making that one too. And Pocket Money doesn't have like a the most amazing track record. So the fact that they've got two PSVR games or two VR games in development kind of simultaneously, I'm like what 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 happened over there? You know, like Wolf and Wood proved that they well, were they're a decent studio and you just ripped this away from them. I'm a little curious. Well, dude, this is kind of becoming a pattern for Fun Train. I mean, they they developed Tarzan with Stonepunk Studios right. on PC, which is a, a a solid indie developer. You know, not the biggest team in the world, but they do solid work. Uh, but then they they took that, and not that it was the greatest game of all time on PC, but it worked. It wasn't very janky. Uh, they took it and they handed it off to, uh, I think, VR Monkey or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just made a wreck out of it, not only on PlayStation, but on Quest as well. Uh, so, yeah, it's like it's like Fun Train has a revolving door of developers that they deal with. And anytime they get one that's solid, they just move on to another one that has a shitty track record. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on there with that. But uh, I am excited for both titles that they have coming up. Hopefully, Pocket Money uh, c- can do well uh, yeah. with uh, the work that Fun Train is uh, bringing them these days. I will say, as much as I was disparaging VR Monkey when Tarzan first came to PSVR in a super rough state, I was like, you guys like ruined this game. Uh, they fixed it. They fixed it. And, and since then, they've ported Wraith. They've ported, um, oh God, Yuki and Windlands 2, I believe. Oh, 
Yeah, and so and, and wow. they've all been amazing ports. So VR Monkey, like, were really it seemed like they were finding their way with the with the Tarzan VR port, uh, and then found their way and, and and basically able to carbon copy these games from you know the PC or Quest versions and bring them over to PSVR pretty much flawlessly. So uh, hats off to them. They're also they've also got a game called Galaxy Carts in the works, which doesn't look shockingly all that good <laughs> but um but it's it's yet another kart racer and we still haven't gotten like a 100 percent solid kart racer on psvr uh so galaxy karts is planning on coming to psvr one uh sometime this year uh hopefully all that experience porting other people's games have taught them some lessons uh and maybe and maybe who knows man we could see we could see galaxy karts tomorrow right 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 i don't know uh, I don't know. Maybe I guess anything's possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> anything's possible. Uh, shout out, shout out, VR Monkey. By the way, good, good work. I didn't. I had no idea that uh, they were responsible for all these awesome ports. So uh, my bad if I didn't give them the credit that they uh, they properly deserve. Apparently, they're uh, much more. Uh, there's much more talent there than I had given them credit for. So. I mean, they they also made Viking days, so you know, don't don't give them uh-huh. too much credit yet. Uh, sorry, VR monkey, gotta 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 poke people whenever possible. Um, Gatorade twenty three, the HTO H two O can't read despising game cat. Ten dollar tip says, out of all the things to be excited about with PSVR two, drift elimination is the one I'm most excited for, probably because shooters are my go to. Man, they just need to show an aim. 2.0 controller now and then we'll all get fucking real excited right I, I certainly would you know people keep saying gunstock 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 bro i've used gunstocks trust me you want an aim 2.0 yes oh absolutely absolutely gunstocks don't the gunstocks just don't work man there's a process right you put your controllers in you calibrate it there's a bunch of bullshit it's the type of stuff that you do if you're a pc gamer mm-hmm. that you don't have to do if you're a console gamer so, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, I, I, obviously I would take a gun stock over nothing. Uh, but if I had my druthers, it would be aim 2.0. Uh, pizza, no cheese with the $5 tip wow. says, keep up the good work. This is big show. Uh, oh, big shows a kind of a notorious, uh, troll, uh, <laughs> a friendly troll. At least he says, I changed my name because cheese is nasty. I don't know if we can be friends. Pizza, no cheese. I hope PSVR two will look as good as Oculus games do yep and there's the troll so <laughs> thank you All so right. much for stopping by I'm, pizza no cheese are you being held i'm sorry i'm sorry for interrupting you brian but i'm having something going on here with my power that shooting my monitor off and i'm afraid it's going to cut me off here so bear with me just a moment i'm going to stand up i'll be back in 30 seconds all right okay what did west do when i walked away to get coffee because i have no idea what to do when i'm here by myself um <laughs> okay sorry about that i don't know oh. my air conditioner started doing some weird stuff and and when it did it made my lights flicker and uh it made my monitor completely shut down and it kept doing it and i was afraid it was going to completely shut me down here so i went and you know adjusted that a little bit hopefully that'll take care of whatever the problem is I feel sorry like just, sorry i, feel I had like, to uh interrupt no dude i mean come on man We're, this is like this is a laid-back casual show you know not, no, no one prepares to be here. No, no one expects anything to work properly. It's without parole, man. Duct tape and co- <laughs> coat hangers, right? And with the way things right, are going, right, we need more right. coat hangers than ever. Um, 
so let's get a let's let's get a couple more predictions out of the way, man. Because we talked a lot about the upload VR showcase uh, that's happening tomorrow. Uh, but between the upload VR showcase uh, tomorrow, we're also streaming. Uh, I'm, I'm an official co-streamer, and, and I, again, thank you for the support on this, guys. But I, I don't think it's a big deal. I think anybody who's signed up got to be an official co-streamer for Summer Game Fest. Um, and so we'll be streaming both of those events tomorrow, one at 11 a.m. and one at 2 p.m. I think that's how that works, with a 30-minute pre-show for each one. Um, and then, of course, the Capcom uh, showcase is happening next week as well. What do you think? Like, wh- wh- Where do you think some of these big games are going to land? Do you, th- do you think we're going to see more PSVR 2 stuff? Are we in the dark on PSVR 2 until September, like like Miles thinks? Uh, wh- where are you standing with all this? And when do you think they're going to reveal... Uh, some of their next heavy hitters for PSVR two. Uh, I, I think that there there is a real possibility that we could see something tomorrow because of Jeff Keighley and who he is and the, the alliances that he's made. Notably, you know, good friends with Valve. Notably, good friends with Mister Kojima. Uh, you know, even even Hassan Karaman. Good friends with Jeff Keighley, or at least acquaintances, to say the least. Uh, so yeah, I think. Um, I think if we see any VR during the Summer Games Fest tomorrow, that it will be PlayStation VR 2 uh, related. And, you know, I, I said it last week. I'm going to stick by it this week. I think this is the most likely spot that we get some sort of a tease of Half-Life Alex VR. I think that that very well, PSVR, Half-Life Alex VR, Half-Life Alex PSVR, uh, I think that tomorrow is the most likely stage for that one. So, um yeah, I, I wouldn't say that it's a likely thing, uh, but I think that if we see VR, that uh, it's going to be very good news for uh, those of us who are uh, PSVR gamers. Yeah, Matthew Matthew Longo in the chat says, Jeff tried to temp, uh, temper expectations, so don't expect too much. He did. He, t- he went on Twitter and said, hey, most of what we're going to show are, are games that have already been uh, announced, right? And so, but what, what's funny is about that is that I feel like, that that message doesn't apply to us <laughs> because I think that people like Jeff Keighley and in the the mainstream video game media don't look at VR as big news. Even PSVR two, they they go, oh, you know, this is for a very small uh, niche community of the gaming population, and 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 so like even if there was like five or six or seven or eight, which there I guarantee you there won't be. I'm sure it's just a couple announcements at most um, of PSVR two games there that they would still temper our expectations and say, oh, don't worry, because because that, that just doesn't appeal to very many people. It, it appeals to us, but outside of our community and outside of you know the upload community and that kind of stuff, uh, in the virtual strangers community, I don't know who else I can rope into this. Um, it just, there's, there's not a huge audience for it. Um, so despite the fact that like recent analysts claim that Quest 2 have sold upwards of 15 million units, which by the way, analysts have never been right about anything, ever <laughs> so let's let's clarify that um i have i've huge doubt in my mind that 15 million because dude okay listen i'm sorry to derail the conversation i'm not sorry because I'm, I'm i'm sort of i'm sort of irritated about this don't you think that if oculus facebook had sold 15 million quest 2 headsets they'd be jumping up and down screaming about that I don't know. I, I honestly can't say uh, one way or another what what their theory and philosophy is on, on sharing those types of sales figures. They they never have. I mean, even before Quest. Um, what I will say is this: um, since the launch of Quest Two, 
since Walmart started carrying Oculus headsets, this is a place I go weekly. And every time I go there, I walk down the VR aisle. Yes, there's a VR aisle at Walmart now, PlayStation VR and Oculus Quest. I always go and check the stock just to see what it's doing. And, uh, you know, when Quest 2 first launched, it was like three or four months that they couldn't keep them on the shelves. Hmm. You can get them now, uh, but they're still selling. Like, I'll go in one day and there'll be eight of them. I'll go back in the next week and there'll be three. The next week I'll go in, there'll be none. And then I'll come back the next week and there'll be eight all over again. So the stock's uh, moving. Subsequently. Anecdotally, yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah, people people are buying them, and you know I, I can tell you stories about people who I know in my personal life mm-hmm. who, who you know I got one, I got oh, one, same. And, you know, absolutely, pe- same. Yeah, yeah, people are buying them. I don't know exactly what that equates to in terms of numbers, uh, but yeah, this is a hot ticket item. It's the first VR product that that has permeated into the mainstream consciousness thanks to you know lebron james playing vr and people doing beat saber on jimmy fallon Mm -hmm. like people know about it now and people want it and it's affordable and it's easy to use so uh i don't doubt that they've sold 10 million of these i don't know 15 might be a little bit generous considering that you know far as far as we know psvr didn't make it to six right last we heard it was like five five point one um so, but yeah, I, I would I would fully expect with the kind of exposure and mainstream, um, uh, you know, mainstream attention that it's gotten, that it would have doubled up on what PSVR one did. Uh, again, at a lower price point, right? Uh, much lower when you consider the console. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, ten million doesn't seem too far fetched for me, but right. and, we don't know. And it, and it does. I mean, and this isn't a bad thing. Like, and just because, just because I don't believe the numbers, right? Just because I don't believe it, because you know, again, I do think that Facebook would be screaming about this. Um, I, I think it's a good thing. I do think it's a great thing. I, I hope they sell, you know, twenty five million by the end of the year, because that means that there are that many more people interested in VR by the time PSVR two rolls around. Uh, I, I think the more pe- there's what's the expression? A rising tide lifts all ships, something like that. It's like that's. That's yep. so good for the industry. Uh, that means the VR uh, adoption is higher than it's ever been. So, like, I, I may come across as like, "Oh, Brian hates Quest," even though he plays Walkabout every day. But that's it's just it's just not true. You know, I'm just I'm just looking forward to PSVR two more than whatever Oculus is doing. Um, and and I'm and I'm really happy that this is happening and that they are selling and that and that the numbers are good. Um. So. The last thing I want to talk about before we move on from this topic, which we're not talking about anymore, but we are talking about again, uh, is uh, is that Capcom did say we're going to see more of Resident Evil 4 during their showcase next week. Uh, is that Monday? God, I have my dates all screwed up. Um, that is Monday. So, and, and they said they're going to do 35 minutes of not new announcements. They're just going to cover games that they've already announced. And so like more footage, more whatever. And one of the big things, Wes, that we were all very concerned about, well, some of us more than others, uh, was at the end of the Resident Evil 2, uh, at the end of the Resident Evil 4 remake trailer, there was an image and some text that said, uh, PlayStation VR 2 content in development. And we're all like, what the hell does that mean? We don't know what that means. And so do you think on Monday that could be something we'll see explained um i kind of hope not and follow me here for a moment you know we're kind of theorizing 
One theory about why there's been this weird silence regarding that statement and how it's been cut out of the trailers and the blog post doesn't mention VR support. One of the theories is AJ's theory, and and that is that there's going to be VR support for the full game. They're just treading on thin ice with regards to uh, exclusivity agreements, poking uh, Facebook, you know, a calculated uh, poke at them and then, you know, take it uh, off the internet erase as well as you can. Um, so if they were to not address this on Monday, it kind of keeps that theory alive, doesn't it? That maybe we are getting the full game. Maybe it is just an exclusivity thing and not just poor wording on the part of the Capcom marketing people. So, uh, I'm not so sure I want to hear more about it. Uh, I don't think that they could tell me exactly what I want to hear. I guess is a better way of saying that. Not I'm, not right now, anyway. I mean, I'm a little concerned that they're not going to tell me what I want to hear either, because I because the wording of it isn't good. The wording of it certainly implies that it's not the full game. Um, that said, you know, if you guys saw PSVR this week, or if you saw Bad Robo on Twitter, I know Petrifying Pumpkins made a video about it. Um, you know, if you slow down the video, you you certainly see all of these different shots from Resident Evil Four. Um, in first person, which with what looks like, and it could just be an effect to, to kind of give it like a spookier look, but it does look like foveated rendering. It does look like there's different focal points on the screen for eye tracking. Uh, and in the fact that um, it, it, it all looks like it's in first person and from different parts of the game certainly lends credibility to the fact that it might not just be a mercenaries mode. Um, and unless you have mercenaries oh. mode taking place in all these different parts of the game, which is totally a possibility yeah mercenaries uh, the mercenaries as it stands on quest right now and i didn't play the original so i don't know how it was uh, but there's like four or six different large areas uh that you can unlock and play in mercenaries and they are areas from the main campaign and this has always kind of been my in my opinion the best argument for the entire campaign coming is because if they do the mercenaries, which is really the only, if you're talking about content, that's not the full game, it would have to be the mercenaries. But if they're doing the mercenaries, like literally half the work of bringing the full campaign in is done because all those big map areas are going to be in there. All the enemies are going to be in there. All the weapons, all the stuff that you need save like the cinema sequences is going to be done. So it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them to do one without doing the other. Uh, and I kind of think that that's, that's what's got me leaning toward, you know, AJ's theory being correct, that we are actually getting the full game when that, when it comes down to it. Although I don't think that it'll be a launch title the way that that date, that March date suggests, you know, a lot of people speculating that could be the PSVR 2 launch date and that they're going to launch Cohen's. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that they'd launch Village and 4 together. And I do think Village will be a launch title. So uh, I don't think that four will be. Agreed. Agreed. I, I do think that they'll cannibalize their sales if they do it that way, you know, because like, I, I desperately want Resident Evil 2, 3, Village, and 7 all there to PSVR 2 launch, you know, first-person modes with, with the sense controllers, 4K visuals, the whole thing. Um, but the only way I see that working in, in Capcom's favor uh, is to say, hey, here's a bundle. Uh, and we're going to, you know, right. we're going to give you a discount if you've been holding off on all these games, you've been holding off on P for PSVR 2, uh, and we're going to, you know, and, and give some 
and, and make it make it a super cheap for you to get in uh, what like a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty bucks, something like that to get in all four games, uh, or say hey, you know, there it's just like a ten or twenty dollar upgrade fee if you already own these games, something along those lines. Anything that they could do uh, to make it seem like hey, buying all these at the same time is a really good idea. Um, other than that. I, it does seem like they would be cannibalizing their sales. But, you know, there's ways around it. Make a bundle. I'm down. I would buy the bundle. I'd buy two bundles. I'll buy you a bundle. Let's buy everybody a bundle because, God damn it, we need these games in VR. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree. That that that, that big... Uh, what's the name of the, the, uh, the, the big bad in uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean... The, the, the guy the, that chases you nemesis? and busts through walls... Nemesis, yeah, that that thing is intimidating mm. inside a headset. So I'd love to see a proper, you know, a properly developed VR version of that. That would be incredible. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Wes, we were definitely running long, and so I think our uh, I think our secondary topic will have to wait for another show. Uh, do you have any other predictions? Uh, things that we'll see before we uh, wrap this up. I know I know that we could probably talk all day about this. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not one for making, you know, uh, predictions without you know a good reason for them. Um, so I, I really know. I have no idea. I, I, I predict that we're all going to be very excited uh, by the end of our broadcast tomorrow. I, and I don't know necessarily if that means that we're getting something from the Games Fest or not. But I do think the upload showcase is going to be uh, quality. I believe Jamie in the hype that he's putting out there. I don't think that it's bravado and, or, or marketing. I, I think that he's being honest, and I think uh, that we're going to be off to a very good start tomorrow. We're, we're going to start the thing off very, very drowsy and sleepy, but we're going to be wide awake by the end of it, and that's my, my bold prediction for uh, tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, so I will say that as far as Game Fest goes, um, so you can believe who you want to believe. You know, as as you guys know, like I, I trust people until I until I have no reason to trust them, uh, and so I've I've put a little bit of faith into Right the and put a little bit of faith into Robert Serrano, put a little bit of faith into all these different leakers, uh, and soon we're going to find out if I if that faith is misplaced or not, uh, and then I can unfollow them and move on with my life, but. Uh, but Robert Serrano put out a pretty detailed list of all the things that were going to be shown at uh, Summer Game Fest. And one of those things was God of War Ragnarok. And so, in my opinion, if, so- if, if Sony is willing to put something as big as Ragnarok, like basically their biggest first-party AAA title of the year, not in their own show, but in Summer Game Fest, then couldn't they also do something as big as, say, Gran Turismo 7's PSVR 2 mode? Like that, that to me is one of those, we've been calling it a no brainer for a while. We've been saying it's a given, you know, just as much as we've been saying Resident Evil Village was a given. Um, but I feel like, and I don't want to phrase this the wrong way. I've gotten, I've seen more than one comment from people saying, oh, Resident Evil 4, oh, Resident Evil Village, Saints and Sinners, all zombie games, right? It, you know, so right. far they've only shown me No Man's Sky and horizon called a mountain and for a lot of people i know that that's a sentiment that's true that 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 they relate to and they say well i I don't care about scary games or i don't like scary games or i'm so sick of zombies um and so i think you show something like gran turismo 7 in vr and you go okay now we're starting to diversify our lineup now we're starting to show people like you know uh hey like look at look at these photorealistic tracks look at look how amazing this game that got off to a little bit of a rocky start with microtransactions (laughs) you know this is kind of a way to say (laughs) 
hey, you know, like let's let's pat, let's patch things up a little bit and, and show people like the future of this game <laughs> and how amazing it's going to be. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they announced the uh, the twenty dollar Gran Turismo Seven VR DLC? <laughs> <laughs> People would lose their shit, man. It would be hilarious. It would be like the worst thing ever for PlayStation VR, but uh, it would be kind of comical. It would be uh, the worst thing ever, seriously. but I would I would still yeah. pay for it, and I would still I would laugh yeah. the whole way. I'd be like, "You guys are fucking terrible!" And here's all my money. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, though, I mean, Sony is a sponsor of the Summer Games Fest. Am I correct about that? Yes, and that's why State of Play was labeled a Summer Game Fest, a Summer Game Fest uh, right. event. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't see them doing that as a, you know, out of charity for Jeff Keighley and his his post E three world that he's building. Uh, you know, I, I think that they're buying real estate, right? They're they're buying eyeballs from that man, and he has quite a few of them on him. So do we believe that Sony is ready to promote VR? If so, then it stands to reason that we're going to see something tomorrow, right? They're going to continue upon, to build upon the foundation that they laid last week, and they're going to continue to build upon it throughout the summer and into the fall all the way through next year. Uh, so if you think about it that way, it seems fairly likely that we're going to see something exciting tomorrow. Agreed. Agreed. All right, let's get a couple tips out of the way, and then we'll uh, and then we'll break into some twenty questions and get this show on the road, man. Uh, we got Snafu with the two dollar tip says, "Could VR support?" And he's talking about the Resident Evil Four content mean Dual Shock or Dual Sense only? So, in other words, lacking features. I think this would be a bad move if that's the case. Like, just like a really bad move. Yeah, especially if you're going to follow up a full on you know, version of village with all the bells and whistles. You're going to give me a, a mode that puts me in the game and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it would be fine. It would, it would be fun. Great. Yeah. Even, but, but, but following up on a full VR port of village that uses all the, uh, all the bells and whistles that come on the PSVR two headset, uh, it would seem lackluster in comparison and, uh, a silly business move on the part of Capcom. And, I, and, you know, would Sony even want to pay for that? Like, I don't think so. So, um, possible, Wes, Wes, but if unlikely. You could, if you could ask those bells and whistles to stop coming on the PSVR 2 headset, um, we'd appreciate that. <laughs> okay. I'll, 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 uh, I'll put the message out there. Thank you. But they won't necessarily listen to me. They won't. But, they just come wherever they want to. Uh, I think that it's it would be sending a bad message right off the bat because I think, I think Sony wants to differentiate not, not the PSVR two, not only from PSVR one, but also from just the VR industry as a whole right now. I think they're trying to sort of rewrite the narrative and say, you know, here are triple a games that are playable in VR. Here are triple a games that are developed for specifically VR. And this is how we want these games to look and play and feel. And, uh, and, and doing things with the dual sense, you know, I can understand like doing Astrobot with the dual sense because, platformers feel good like that but when you're doing something in first person vr and you don't have the sense controllers enabled it just seems like you're tremendous tremendously uh stepping in the wrong direction right off right right out from out of the gate i think it's a horrible horrible move if that was the case and i don't think that's why they wouldn't do it i think just like wes i don't know if you and i have had a chance to talk about this modern warfare uh quote-unquote leak right um from ralph valve who from what if gaming uh, Ralph Valve apparently is super, 
you know, super notable for being accurate about Call of Duty leaks. And his his leak about Modern Warfare 2 was that there would be a PlayStation VR 2 specific mode included at launch, free to play or free to download. Um, and, and as much as people got excited about that, I think, again, just like if they were to just give us a mode in Resident Evil 4 uh, or just not give us full uh, sense control support in Resident Evil 4, Again, sending the wrong message. You don't want experiences. You don't want modes. You don't want whatever. You want the full game playable in VR. Otherwise, you're sending the wrong message. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for I'm all for demos. If if there's a full game that you can buy when you're done with them, I don't want a demo that that's just a tech demo. Uh, but again, you know, in many ways, this is kind of a, a more than a more than a sequel, this is kind of like a do-over for Sony with VR. It's it's kind of like they're starting from scratch. So again, as we've said many, many times, it isn't us that they're trying to win over. So if they feel like they can win over some flat gamers by putting a, a Call of Duty experience out there for free, maybe they do it. Maybe it's something that they want to put in GameStop somewhere so that people can put on the headset and, you know, and, 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 and play their favorite game, even if just for a few minutes in the headset but you know yeah I, I completely agree with you um like like guys like us i mean what's that really going to do for us nothing so um yeah i hope i hope that uh well let me ask you brian would, would you rather just there be nothing or would you rather there be a, an impressive 20 minute tech demo that's in call of duty world okay i cannot take credit for this even in the slightest uh but i'm but here here we go uh Here's what I hope. Warzone is a free-to-play uh, Call of Duty game. Super popular, right? And, uh, and and Warzone 2 is coming out, launching alongside of Modern Warfare 2. I'm hoping that Ralph Valve got his wires crossed. Uh, and this is this the credit for this conspiracy theory, as he says, tinfoil hat theory goes to my friend Rypop, one of our moderators uh, over on Discord and here. And um, and and the hope would be, that, hey, hey, this if the if you're talking about it as a free downloadable thing to play for for all PlayStation users, it would make way more sense if it was Warzone 2, right? And then fully playable in VR. Um, and, uh, and and I really hope that the wires get crossed and that's what's happening. Uh, and that it just has nothing to do with Modern Warfare 2. Uh, and then we got our game. We got or our maybe- play game with microtransactions. Or maybe, maybe I mean, if if we're going on this theory that the guy got his wires crossed, uh, maybe this Call of Duty game, whether it be one or or the other, maybe it's a very large file, and for whatever reason, it makes sense to have the VR content split off from the original game file. So maybe there's like a free DLC that makes the full game into a VR game. Uh, maybe that's something. Maybe that's you know its own skew on the store that's. Free. Again, we're just hypothesizing here on what what for sure the case could be with it. Uh, but yeah, I, I hope you're right. Uh, you know, however they get to it, I think a full game would be the uh, the preferable way for for most people. Uh, one more thing before we move on from it, though, um, I just want to say one thing about this idea of playing PSVR two games with the original DualSense controller. Um, we got to get past this sort of thinking there will not be any games that use dual sense controller and the reason why is because the thing's going to come 
with the sense controllers, mm-hmm. right? And now I'm not saying there won't be game style, gamepad style controls, but there any VR game is going to use the VR controllers, even if you don't have hand presence. Uh, there was a need to use dual sense in the Gen One because it provided thumbsticks and other things that the move controllers didn't provide. In this generation, the sense controllers are literally just a, a dual sense that's broken in half. So um, I, I don't think there's going to, I can't foresee any scenario that they would actually want to, to use the, uh, the dual sense controller. They can't track it at all, which, which cuts down on the functionality and everything that you can do on that controller, you can do in the, included controllers so uh when people start asking about you know uh, about games designed for dual sense i just don't think that's going to be a thing at all well okay so <laughs> it, it all really depends like I, I feel like there could be games for the dual sense but the fact is, is that i think we're getting ourselves out of a out of a really bad rut that the psvr1 put us in uh with with the PSVR one, you know, everybody who had a PSVR one had a dual shock four because it came in the box with uh, the PlayStation four. Um, but, but not everybody had move controllers. And so everybody for, for years, people are like, should I buy move controllers? Should I buy move controllers? Do I need move controllers to play? Should I buy an aim controller? And then suddenly you have, uh, three different controllers, three different controller types to support. Uh, and, and it really, I think caused, a schism like a within our own community people who are like oh i only play games with moves i only play games with dualshock 4 i can only afford to play to play games that don't have move support because i because it costs 100 bucks to buy a new set of moves and so and so i think this alleviates those problems out of the gate and so to create those problems again seems silly for no reason that said everybody should have both controllers because the dual sense comes in the box with the PlayStation five and the sense controllers will come in the box with the PlayStation VR two. And so you should have both those available to you. The only thing I'm going to say is that if PlayStation VR two has backwards compatibility and uses light tracking, the, the, the dual sense has a light bar on the, on the front of it that yeah. could be tracked by the, uh, by the headset. Little tiny sliver of light. I suppose <laughs> it, is. it is there. It is. I don't know, man. Just I don't know. Conspiracy theories are fun. I don't know. Uh, we get a couple more tips, and then we'll get to twenty questions. I swear. Um, Wagriver. Is that how you pronounce that? Wagriver. I feel like I'm going to say something bad if I pronounce it the wrong way. Uh, with the four and a half quid, says love the show, guys. Thank you, Wagriver. Uh, really helps listening to the podcast. Oh, don't forget available on podcast services of your choice uh and people are starting to listen to them too which is pretty cool don't forget we're the number one psvr podcast in the world it says what do you guys think about the odds that rush of blood 2 will come to psvr 2 Wes, ah uh, man i don't know i know i know i have heard and read that there was some kind of falling out between supermassive and sony at some point during the first, last generation um but I know money uh, heals all wounds. I also know that uh, there's there's new people in charge at Sony now. It's not the same group that it was last time. I mean, some of the same people are still around, right? Uh, but but the guys in charge are different this time. So um, I, I I'd put it at fifty fifty. You know, it's a popular title. But most anybody uh, 
who was a gamer during the first generation of PlayStation VR 1, has this on their list of favorite games. Even people that don't like horror games like this game. So, um, yeah, I, I'd put it at 50-50, although I would expect if they were to follow it up, it would be a more expansive, longer thing with more levels and, most importantly, a higher price tag. Sony could pull a fun train, right? And just be like, fuck you, Supermassive. We own the Until Dawn brand. Uh, we'll just hire a there different studio to make Russia Blood 2. And and then we don't have to worry because Supermassive's quality has been all over the place, right? We talked, you know, I mean, other than Russia Blood, like Bravo Team was terrible. Uh, the Inpatient was really, really rough. Like it just didn't, obviously didn't come together like it was supposed to. Uh, and uh, what, what was the other one? Yeah, I don't know, man. So they're well, they're then, doing the the dark pictures, dark pictures anthology now. Yeah, and then and then Killzone got taken away from them. Uh, so like it didn't seem like they got any better over time, right? Uh, so if Killzone was taken away from them, then uh, then Sony, I can't imagine has like the greatest relationship with Supermassive at this point. So I would say, yeah, may, maybe we'll get Rush of Blood too, and, may, and with any luck, man, I think. I've said this before. I just want it to be the full amusement park. Um, I want it, I want there to yeah. be somebody stalking you and for, basically forcing you onto these roller coaster rides to get away. Um, if you've ever seen the movie, um, you know the movie that whose name I just forgot as I was as it was coming out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> fuck! It's a slasher movie that just came out a couple years ago um, that takes place in an amusement park. Uh, somebody in the somebody uh, in the chat is screaming it right now. I know they are, uh, but I just want to. Yeah. I just want a game that's like that, and it would be very, it would be very, very Russia blood ish if they just kind of did that. Right, uh, just work in some more elements from like the the original Until Dawn, but still keep the theme of, of Russia blood, and then you know, of course, have wave shooter levels kind of in between the. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm down. Health fast, hundred percent for that. Hellfest. I just did a Google search. I'm sure somebody in the chat. Yep, there we go. Uh, Mancunian GameCat said it. Um, Nick Mueller said, I'm rubbing off on you, Brian. It's like, you didn't even ask my permission first, but that's okay. Um, Geisen says, hello, Fest, which is really fucking close. John Tatum, you guys are all really good at this. Uh, I don't know if you had to use Google too, but I did because I have two brain cells left. And by the end of today, probably zero. Not Zombie Land, Joshua Taylor, but good thought. Very close. I think we got one more. Uh, we got Wag Reaver again. Uh, it says, if to- if Sony doesn't do Twisted Metal VR, then they better do Twisted Metal VR, especially since there's a TV series happening. Um, it would make perfect sense. And come on, we need some vehicular combat in VR. Uh, it would make it would be amazing to play. Uh, and, and again, just like Killzone, this is the way to bring the franchise back, right? Like, I really kind of shoving it in your face the best way possible by putting it putting your face in the game uh man i can't imagine how great that would be yeah this this is a perfect um a perfect opportunity for sony to publish a cross-platform multiplayer game where vr players can play with flat players and it just be awesome all the way around it's a beloved franchise and notably a, a game that we've heard rumors about Rumors that I'm choosing to believe. I think that uh, I think we're going to get this game, Brian. I think so too, and it's going to be awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm definitely down for a hybrid game. Uh, and I've said this before. I know. Again, let's just go on fucking random tangents. Why not? I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, 
as much as I want to drive with one hand and shoot out the window with my other hand, that's not really what Twisted Metal is about, right? It's usually the vehicular combat involves like rocket launchers attached to the, the, the hood of the car and like different like the cars themselves are equipped with the weapons. And so I want to have a full racing rig. And so, and this is how I want to play is how I want to play twisted metal VR. I want to sit in my car and have my hands on the wheel and be able to look around like, you know, sure there'd be a radar there on my dash. But I want to be able to look around and see where the enemies are around me and just like, you know, push buttons on my dash in order to trigger these guided missiles or, or machine guns or whatever the hell I've got attached to my vehicle. Um, so, and I think that would still be VRAF. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. Oh, God, it sounds you and so I, good. You and I need to play some Death Lap, my friend, because it is heavily Twisted Metal inspired, and I think that you would appreciate that the way I do. Yeah, I bet I would. I bet I would. Uh, Looper, the Underground Game Cat, with the final tip before 20 questions, says, my favorite phase phrase from the RE8 VR promo page is, I like this too, it's like the player themselves is the controller. <laughs> I want a t-shirt with this slogan. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's 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 like they wrote that uh, over on the Resident Evil website for people who have never played a VR game before. Uh, and so part of me is thinking, you know, that they are under the impression, and probably accurately, that a lot of people who are buying PSVR 2 and going to play their game for the first time have not played VR before or are not terribly familiar with VR. And I, I, th- I think that phrase is actually very telling. Um, the way they worded it was very... It's kind of strange, actually, especially on the PlayStation blog post. It was even stranger. Uh, like people like us would just be like, "Oh yeah, we know how this shit works," but it was so weird the way they phrased it. It almost made it sound like your hands weren't the controller. Uh, you have to read it sometime, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it some other day. Hey Wes, hey Ryan, you got a twenty questions game picked out? I do. I absolutely do. We're going to play a more traditional version of PSVR 20 questions today, you guys. Uh, So make sure everybody in the chat helps me out. I need all the help I can get. You know how much I suck at this game. I've reviewed like over 350 PSVR games. I've played every single one of them that's ever come out. Uh, And for some reason, the second this game starts, I forget every game I've ever played in my entire life, except for like Eco and The Last Guardian for some reason. But those those don't work here uh so i'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock the clock up on the counter the way that jeremy likes it and you guys gotta help me 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game wes is thinking of in under six minutes wes are you ready uh i think so although i'm sitting here reading through the uh controller options because i know it's one of the first things you're gonna ask me about um all right, I, I think I know what the correct uh, answer is, and if not, you're going to skewer me at the end. But oh, uh, I'm my ready. Favorite thing to I'm do. ready as ready as I'm going to go. I think I think we're live again. Uh, but we're take, live. Take YouTube a second to get caught up here. Sorry, you guys. That's how the shit goes without parole. Everything duct tape and wire coat hangers. So. All right, Wes, let's get this show started. <laughs> let's, let's get this show over, Brian. Let's do it. All right. Let me, let, me put up the, let me put up the clock that crashed us the last time and go. Uh, I, 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 I got to go. Does this have move support? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Let's say no. <laughs> okay. So we're assuming DualShock... Or aim possible. Um, 
is the first is oh okay we'll go with kill artists uh kill artists is, is this a game you would consider for a top 25 list It's a good game. Uh, I don't know that I would put it in my personal top 25, but certain people might. It's a good game. Okay. Uh, uh, if it's a top 25 game, it's it'll be right around 25. Like, it's not going to be a uh, game of the year or anything. Okay. Uh, okay, we're going to go with Mark Pringlesleaf. Is it from a known franchise, uh, existing IP, prior to this? Um, I, I would... Prior to this game, uh, it, it's from a known IP. There are other iterations of this game playable on other platforms. Interesting. So of this gonna, IP, of this IP. All right, you guys. So uh, we're going to take some liberties with his answer and say it's probably available on flat screen somewhere else. Uh, it's a good game. Um, do, is are you doing a lot of shooting in this game? No, I'm. I'm not sure you do any shooting in this game. Okay, no shooting. Uh, somebody teach GAR how to play 20 questions. <laughs> um, oh, Shades of Grey Matter. Do you control vehicles in this game? I don't think so. I don't remember controlling any vehicles in it. No shooting, no vehicles. Okay. Um, Sacred Grove asks, does it have full locomotion? He asks locomotive, but we know what he's talking about. Hmm. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Can't be LNOR because we don't have cars. Oh, okay, we'll go Dan Kiefer. I like this. Can you fly in the game? Oh, that is a good question. I don't think we've asked an easy question yet. Every question we've asked. (laughs) In a sense... In a way, you do fly in this game, but I would not put any thought into that. This is not a game that's in any way revolves around flying. There, okay. there are sections, though, where you technically fly. Would you consider the world cartoony? It is absolutely cartoony. Um, did this come to PSVR way later than other platforms? Yes. Uh, is there multiplayer support? Specifically co-op? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. I just realized I was going down the wrong path. Are there bows and arrows in this game? I don't think so. Okay. That's 11, by the way. Okay. Alright. Sci-fi themed? No. Okay, that gets rid of uh, Red Matter, Kill Artist. Uh, no multiplayer, uh, or no co-op especially. That's what we were going for. Um, this real code says, oh man, we've got a real AJ here. <laughs> is it is it third I'm person? I'm trying to be. <laughs> I know, he doesn't try it to be either. Person. He's just really good at it. It's third person. Okay. Guys, let's get let's get this under control. It's probably Dual Shock. It's a good game ish around twenty number twenty five. Uh, yeah, it's it, pretty good. Yeah, it's been available on the flat screen before. Um, we're assuming it's it's an IP that's been around. Uh, there's no shooting, no vehicles, full locomotion. You kind of fly in some sections, but eh, don't focus on that. It's definitely cartoony in third person. Third person. Um, 
Is this is this funny? Is, is there is there a humorous slant to this game? Maybe some light humor and character design, but it's not a com- comedic game. All right, there goes Trover. Um, is it a platformer? It is a platformer. Was this made by Playful Corp? It was made by Playful Corp. Oh man, the Game Cats are the best. Is this by any chance Lucky's Tale? This is Lucky's Tale, Brian. Way to wow. go, Game Cats. Way to go, Brian Paul. Oh, yeah. you did Thank it. you guys so much for all the help out there. Um, the, se- the second we figured out it was third person, I immediately went to Marvel's. Uh, and prior to that, I was definitely <laughs> I was heading straight down the Windlands Two path because I was like, "Oh, everything seems to check out here." Uh, and then you were like, "No multiplayer," and I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm screwed." What are so we talking like, about? So like you fly in the balloons, right? When you finish the level, you fly off in the balloon. That, yeah. So technically, you fly in the game, right? Now, was there a minecart level in this? Like you asked me about vehicles, and I. It's been a while since I played all the way through this game. I mean, I played it recently, but only like the first you know, three or four levels. I didn't play through all the way through it. I mean, I played it and reviewed um, it recently and, and, and I don't remember it, The funny thing is, is it's so, I, I, I would go, I would go to bat to say, no, there's no minecarts. Um, but it's got all the traditional platforming tropes, like so hard that like, it was like, if there was a Minecraft level, you'd be like, yeah, this fits right in here. This is just right. shit that happens, uh, in platformers. There's, there's an ice level and a fire level and a water level and a green hill zone level and, and this massive collectathon. Yeah, it, it, it hits all the tropes. Um, so minecart, the fact that there wasn't a minecart is shocking, to be honest. It's an extremely high quality yet generic platformer for VR. True. True. And, and way better than I expected it to be. People have said, yo, it's, it's, it's pretty, by the numbers, pretty generic. And I had way more fun with it than I expected to. And no, that's I good. actually really ended up enjoying those time trials, which are almost impossible. <laughs> They're ridiculous. <laughs> I do want to platinum the sucker, though, and I need to get back to it at some point. Um, time to play with GameCat says, is it on sale? Uh, are you asking a 20 questions question, or are you just uh, <laughs> asking out of curiosity? Uh, I hope so. If you're if you're thinking about buying it, I hope it's on sale. Yeah, I mean for ten. Although I, you know, I say that. Yeah, I say that in jest. It's it's definitely worth the twenty dollars though. It's a it's a solid game. You know, there's not a ton of pure platformers uh, in VR. Period. So I mean, you've only got really two or three I can think of on PlayStation. So it's worth twenty bucks if you like that that type of game. uh, In my opinion. All right, we got to get out of here, man. Uh, running we way over as always, uh, and thank you so much for hanging out and spending so much time with me today on this beautiful West Day uh, on the number one PlayStation VR podcast in the entire world. Um, <laughs> don't forget, guys, that this show is available uh, to watch after the fact, not just live, or you can listen to it on podcast services of your choice if you don't want to stare at us for an hour and 45 minutes each and every super Westness day. Um uh, make sure you subscribe. I don't have the link in the description. I really apologize. Make sure you, uh, you send, send some love over to virtual strangers, send some West, send some West love over there and, uh, subscribe to their, uh, channels, subscribe to what they're doing. Looper, the underground game cat with the two euros says there's another huge sale. Lucky's tail is on it. There is, there's like three sales going on right now and I don't even know how I'm going to tackle that, but we'll get to it for sure. Thank you, Looper for <laughs> looking that up. Um, so Hey, worth the 20 bucks. It's probably worth it for even less. 
Uh, subscribe to Westover Virtual Strangers. Uh, consider hitting us up on patreon.com slash without parole games to get your name on that broken list down below. Uh, it is under construction. I will learn to fix it at some point, I promise, and it will get you some bonus content for the $5 plus, uh, subscribers. We love you guys oh so very much. Thank you to everybody who helps the channel run Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who does all of the timestamps each and every episode. We thank you so very much for that. Uh, also all the moderators to keep, make my life easy over here and over on Discord. Don't forget to join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Uh, thank you to everybody who tipped, keeps the channel running, who commented, helped me during 20 questions, and of course all of you out there who sat and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. Wes, let's get out of here. Go. Boom. I'm going to send you like a carton of marshmallow fluff. <laughs> it's just going to, sh- it's just going to show up at your door. Taste, huh? It's going to just show up at your door one day and you're going to be like, what the fuck are we going to do with all this? You got kids, man. Like they'll, they'll, they'll figure out something to do with it. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what my favorite kind of marshmallow is, Brian? Wait, wait, wait. Cereal marshmallows. Ce- like the ones in like Lucky Charms that are like not even real marshmallows. Yes, exactly. I, I'm not a big fan of actual real marshmallows, but I could sit and eat just a bowl of cereal marshmallows in milk <laughs> and, and be a happy camper. I absolutely love uh, Lucky Charms and anything else. You know, I like Fruity Pebbles with marshmallows in it. Just, you know, anything I can buy. Nice. Yeah, I I, I love the, uh, the the tiny marshmallows. I mean, as much as, you know, big marshmallows are great. I love the, the super, super tiny ones uh, that you can just like dump into your hot chocolate in the winter. And it's like an excuse That's just good. to consume massive amounts of sugar because you're like, oh, it's cold outside, so I'm going to become diabetic. Um, I dump about yeah. as many of those as will fit into my mug. Um, Kramer 3K says, racist yeah. cereal? You know what? <laughs> I don't even think I want to uh, investigate that and explain it. I think that's just a great way to end the show. Racist cereal. <laughs>